As we're starting to chart out the next year of gold and great, please take two to three minutes to head on over to collabsf.org slash podcast. That's collabsf.org slash podcast. Collab with a K. To take a quick survey to let us know how to make this show better and continue to serve our community. Thanks so much. Oh, hell no. I wasn't going to go in there, but okay. <gasps> what? No, I, no, I, no. Are you, mm-mm, this is some FBI there's, type. <laughs> there's no archive here. The federal, what's your last name? Borgato. Borgato is it Borgato? Borgato. Borgato. Because, like, you know, I feel like it could be, like, I don't know, Birgato or, like, Birgato. <laughs> I don't know. It's okay. It's very, like, just whiteify it. Okay. Bergato. 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 Sounds like how people say like tortilla. 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 <laughs> from Taco Bell. Taquito. Let's not mess with Taco oh my Bell. Goodness. I love Taco Bell. I told um we were at um what is that? The taco like the little taco bus situation? Like the A taco truck? A taco I don't go out. A taco okay. truck, and so you, you don't know, watch things. I don't you go don't out. like driving things. If you wanna, if you wanna change that, you should talk to my mom. Okay. But um, <laughs> please do so. But um, so a taco truck, and the woman was um, she was she didn't speak any English, and I just remember ordering, and I I don't think I ordered correctly, and my whole order was like wrong, and like my Spanish was so white, like my accent was like. And she was kind of like, okay. <laughs> and then, like, my whole order was wrong. And I was like, all right, cool, whatever. And what did, what did that sound like? Because um, I didn't want to be, like, rude. So I was just like, can I have one carne asada? Can I have one? <laughs> yeah, because I didn't want to be, like, carne asada. <laughs> I didn't want to try. Okay, meanwhile, I'm out here going to Taco Bell being like, could I order three Doritos Locos tacos? <laughs> They love that. It's like, who? That's great. Oh my goodness. Okay with the accent. So, you know, see me. Okay, you know what? Okay. I'll just like call you if I need something. Like, can you say this for me? Let me know. Tacos. Tacos. But see, I can't roll my R's. That's the thing. That's something I got on you. So. Would would you be like, Bodegad? Bodegad? Bergado. Bergado. That sounds so like so ghetto. It's like, where are you from? Bergado. Bergado, man. That's how we do it. That's in, how we do in it. In Sunnyvale. In Sunnyvale. Why did you get on these? I don't know. That's, that's how I feel like they talk. I'm gonna sweat. You know? Oh my goodness. When do y'all need to leave? Y'all like burning me up in here. Okay. You ready? Are you ready? I feel like there's some signing going on, and like even though this is a podcast, just because you can taco it, it up with me, I can I can roll my eyes. Okay. So. Um, before we start, can you say your name once again? Rachel like. Bergato. And Rachel, do you give consent to be recorded, podcasted, and archived? Yeah. Archived. Archived. Yeah. Put yeah. me in your archive. Just give me access to that archive. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> we're not opening up I the federal Bergado of investigation. I'll give you permission. Not happening. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Is that like something you do? Like how people like on YouTube need to ask? Well, technically it's illegal to record people without their consent. Oh, really? Is that in California? In California. Oh, okay. Wait, are you serious? Yeah. 
Okay, shoot. <laughs> so. My bad. I'm... Oh, we dealing with the criminal? <laughs> oh, well, not like, you know, like if you have someone on your Snapchat or something, like that's fine. Oh, it's okay. just, if you... No, like what if someone's like harassing you? Like what? I'm just, like, for example, like, let's say, like, you're at a pop, you're at a party, like, you know, you're in college, and someone's, right. like, what's up, baby? And, like, you just, like, feel like recording it. Is that illegal? Like, if it's oh, for your safety? No. Okay. Yeah. So no, what? it's it's only illegal if, like, like, if Rachel, you started, like, charging, I don't know, $10,000 for, like, an ad, and, like, you're making money off, like, right. your YouTube videos, mm-hmm. and then you started, like, your video were just, like, you were stalking Jenny, and Jenny was, like... Ooh no rachel like don't do this to me like and then that would be that'd be rachel okay i get it unless you caught her being like jenny do you give consent for this video footage (laughs) and then she said yeah and then then that's fine that's That's how it works apparently okay cool okay cool we're like feeling good Mm -hmm. like okay i'm kind of flummy but you know it's okay is that disgusting? <laughs> Sorry. No, that's fine. Oh, it's like, it's like me. I don't hear anything. No, from I'm personally, like, the only thing I'm uncomfortable with is when, you know what? We won't even go there because you could use that against me along with your rolling or <laughs> whatever. That's it's okay. It's, it's one, one at the moment. Okay. It's one, one. Okay. So yeah, if I like get a little like awkward, I don't mean to. No, it's all good. Okay. Cool. I get awkward naturally. So this will even out. Yeehaw. <laughs> Yeetaw. 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 It's like yeet, but like plus yeehaw. Love that. I'm like trying to make it a thing, and so far it's not. When it hasn't did been catching on. Are you sure you've been, or did that just happen no, now? No, like I started this like maybe oh, 24 no. hours ago. And Yeetaw. like my, my coworkers have not been feeling it, but like maybe you can spread it. Maybe okay. you'll be the one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's like one of your future videos, know, just like, like you're just gonna see a bunch of high schoolers just saying "yeeta." Yeeta. And then we'll all just we know right here is mm-hmm. because of that. Okay. Okay. I'll give you all the Great. Welcome to Golden Grade Collaboration SF's podcast, empowering Asian American stories from the Gold Rush to the Gold Open. My name is Elsa. And I'm Long. On December 7th, Collaboration Star 2019 featured special guest performances from some of the top API working performing artists in the world today, and words from some of the top API leaders in entertainment and media, as we celebrate the 20th anniversary of Collaboration as a national organization. You can get more info on Star at collaboration.org slash star. That's collaboration with a K slash star. Today, we've got another special for you with the expanded conversation with our executive producer, Josh Co. Oh, wait, that's me. And our Bay Area Showcase winner, Rachel Bergato. Here we go. Okay, so I've been hanging out in a interesting area of Sunnyvale. I'm with Rachel Bergato. Hey. How you doing, Rachel? I'm okay. How are you? Um, I'm okay. It's kind of hot here, but you know. We, turn the hot, we just turned the hot water dispenser off, oh. and so everything is set. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so, Rachel, that. why don't you start by telling people <laughs> a little bit about yourself? Um, well, what do you want to know? Well, I already know you are an incredibly talented singer. Mm. 
you participated on this awesome Filipino singing competition show, The Clash. Mm-hmm. You won LA Voice 2019. Mm-hmm. And somehow you're also 17? I am. Sev- I just turned 17, actually. You just actually, turned 17. Last month. And you say rep in the Bay. So, uh-huh. you know, we support that. So, um, Why do you, yeah. like, maybe give me, like, a 30-second crash course in, like, all things Rachel Bergato? Um. Or, sorry, how do you, how do you say your last name? Bergato. 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 So, about Rachel Bergato. Um, I'd say I'm pretty, um, pretty basic when it comes to, like, singing. I mean, I started when I was really young, like, a lot of people my age that are probably doing the same thing as I am. I started when I was five, and... It started all from like a karaoke machine and my dad totally pushing me because he saw potential. And I began performing um, more and more when I was seven and then it kind of became more serious by the time I became 13. And yeah, I mean, I started, I mean, I tried doing Broadway and I really loved it, but I stopped for a while so I can finish on school. And um, yeah, so... I'm just doing competitions, just like local performances. Sometimes if I'm lucky, I'll go down to Southern California. And that's pretty much it. Cool. So I just start, wanted to start by <laughs> digging into the start because that's always really interesting to right. me. So you said that your first memory of singing mm-hmm. was being five years old. Uh, five or younger. Uh, I Like I dug up this picture where I had a Dora haircut. I think a lot of Asian kids had like that Dora haircut. Everybody, and, let's go. <laughs> and yeah, my you could just totally just see my dad just like telling me to just keep singing. And it was just kind of like a candid picture. So like five or maybe four. I'm I don't li- I don't really like going that young because like you know people like to show off, but like just like a realistic age. Do you remember any of the like the first song you remember singing? Um, the first song I remember singing was um, I think it's called Whenever I Want You, All I Have to Do is Dream by the Everly Brothers. And that was like that that was the song. Like that that's laughed. Like that was it. That's laughed. Like play that at a party near me, I'm gonna dance to it. <laughs> What's like a little snippet that you like still remember um, from that song? When I want you in my arms, when I want you in all your charms, whenever I want you, all I have to do is dream. I'm super nervous right now. So. No, you get right now. Like I don't know if you can see right now. Jenny's like turning up right now behind <laughs> me. She's producing this and she's like wilding out. <laughs> I feel like we need to stop. She's like hitting the nene right now. I no. don't know. Jenny. <laughs> not right now. We are in a She's professional whipping. work Shoot. setting. Oh my God. We'll shut her down after this. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so that was your first memory. You're five years old. And so what was it that initially drew you to singing? Was it just something you realized as a talent and was fun? Or was it a little more than that? I think it was kind of just like my parents just seeing potential. Um... I didn't really know what I was doing. I just knew I was doing it. Um, I just found myself kind of just like diving into that world of music and just kind of like playing the piano all of a sudden and just like being a part of all these like performing art shows. And I, I'm kind of glad I grew up to enjoy it because that would that would have been really unfortunate if I didn't. But you know, I found a passion for it by the time I was 
maybe 11 and that's when it all kind of just skyrocketed from there and that's when like I was just kind of like this could really probably be a career because I've never really done anything other than like singing so it was just kind of like I actually really love this so yeah and you mentioned that your parents helped push you to get to that point tell me what growing up here was like and how you ended up settling on wow like singing is something I really love I think um, the factor of, like, just being, like, my parents being from the Philippines and they didn't really have much, uh, my, all my siblings, they were born in the Philippines and I guess they saw an opportunity here in America. And fortunately for me, I didn't have to immigrate or anything and I was born here and so we didn't really have that much money. Um, we kind of still don't, but uh, yeah, they just... They kind of just influenced me in that way to just like, oh yeah, like do it for us. Do it to be like the breadwinner of our family, like help us and yeah. yeah <laughs> I feel like I totally like tracked off. Yeah. I know that your family is from the Philippines, mm-hmm. but you were the only one to be born here. Right. So did you grow up in Sunnyvale or how'd you, how'd we get here? I, I was born actually in Kaiser. Um, in the city of Kaiser, California. <laughs> No, I was born in um in Santa Clara, um in the Kaiser. Like I've never really moved, so mm-hmm. I was just always here in Santa Clara. Mm-hmm. And so, what is growing up in the South Bay like? Um, it's all right. Like, there's nothing too crazy right. going on. It's a ringing endorsement for the South Bay. <laughs> I mean, like there there weren't like. I, I never really went out much as a child. Like mm-hmm. I was always kind of just like singing at home, yeah. doing my own thing. Um, so it just seemed like most of the energy was like up near San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And so I was just kind of like, all right, cool. And like, yeah, that's, I mean, it was like a normal childhood for me, like nothing too crazy, you know, like I, I didn't really do much. I was just kind of like there and yeah. Doing your thing. Doing my thing. Just yeah. like little bowl hair, Rachel, just singing. So you're singing for a while and you start doing competitions and stuff like mm-hmm. that. What was it that eventually got you to audition for a really big singing competition in the Philippines? The Clash. I think it I think I've tried many times before to um be a part of any type of talent shows here in the United States, but you know, um you don't really get that much representation on American TV as an Asian American. And so when I had the opportunity to be able to fly out and just represent myself, even if it was in the Philippines, I, I was just kind of just like seeking that. Um, like I just had like this need to just like always like, like show everyone like I'm Rachel Bergato. Like this is what I've been doing. This is what I can do. Like, um, yeah, I guess that was just like my calling, like just not being able to ever have that opportunity here in the states and then finally i had like this opportunity in the philippines and i was just like i'll just grab it because you know like you really never have that chance and it's like a once in a lifetime thing even if it did come again like it's better to do it the first time than like let it go and like expect it to come next time you know how often had you gone to the philippines before joining the clash i went twice uh, the first time I was eight, 
I went to go visit my grandma, and the second time I had this other competition, which wasn't as big. It was just kind of like a granite. Oh, like you get, you can come to the Philippines to compete, and so I took that opportunity. But it was nothing as big as like the clash or anything. So I guess I'm just really interested in what that experience was like for you <laughs> to go to the Philippines, this big first time ever seeing competition show, which I don't know it. From what it seemed like on Wikipedia and from watching videos, <laughs> it seems like kind of a combination of like the voice mm-hmm. with maybe a little American Idol mixed mm-hmm. in. How would you describe it? I think uh, I think definitely like the voice, but like more of the four. Okay. Definitely like the four because it's kind of just like you're kind of knocking everyone out and you're just trying to like be the, the like the last person standing. So you do know some things about watching shows and stuff like that. Um, you know, when, like, you base your entire life of singing, like... Like, you better. You better know okay. a few things about some TV shows. Rachel was telling me earlier that she doesn't watch anything, and I started believing that, but, okay, we got the singing shows in there, so mm-hmm. that's good. Okay. Thanks, YouTube. Cool. <laughs> um, so, The Clash, I want to know what that was like. It seemed like you were able to make a ton of friends there. Um, yeah. How were you able to get close to some of the other contestants or just other people you met in the Philippines? Okay, so, yeah, um... The language barrier, like, I had a few side eyes just because um, I couldn't speak any Tagalog at all, but I was um, already willing to learn, and I didn't really let that stop me from kind of just, like, pursuing, like, my dreams. That's so cliche, but, like, I feel like it's something that, like, everyone can say. Um, When you did perform, I know that it was in Tagalog, so what was that like, learning a language you didn't know? and singing songs in a language you didn't speak? I feel like the importance, uh, especially if you sing a song uh, that you, like, aren't, like, familiar with with their language, um, you know, you kind of just really have to, like, besides just, like, nailing all the notes and just nailing, like, um, like all the runs and everything, it's just kind of, you need to... This was really hard for me because... I really didn't know any Tagalog. Um, you just need to know the backstory of every single song. Every single song is a story. And um, one of the best things that I've learned from one of my vocal coaches um, was you are a storyteller. Like, it doesn't really matter. Like, you don't really matter in that moment. It's the song that matters. And so you are telling the story of that song. And so, yeah, it's just, it was super difficult because I never really had, like, this key, like, spot on, like, oh, this is, like, the exact translation of the song. Like, I can never get that because I didn't know the language. So I just kind of had to um, do all my research, and I had to ask all these people around me, what does this mean? And so that's how I was able to sing the song that I sang. Could you maybe go through the process on choosing one of those songs in Tagalog and how you were able to try and find the emotion or the passion within I think it was kind of an impulsive thing because um, they just kind of wanted songs that mm-hmm. you you could potentially sing and they didn't really change it. But um, I, you know, um, it's it's good to be spontaneous and quick-witted. Um, so I just kind of found like my own little uh, my own little meaning in the song, even if it was totally different from like what the actual song meant. You know, you just kind of have to find a way for it to relate to you, even if it's not really what the song's intention is so yeah that was me 
How about you mentioned that you had some interest in Broadway a little bit and could tell me about what went down with that? <laughs> um, I did Broadway for a little bit. Um, I think I was in the eighth grade, so not too long ago. Uh, I actually, I was, I was so fortunate enough after two years of being a part of the company, um, I got to be able to play Belle in Beauty and the Beast. Okay. So lucky. Come on, Belle. Um, but, um. Look at you being our guest now. <laughs> be your guest, be your guest. Na 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 Okay, um. So, I mean, it was it was fun. Like, I really, I enjoyed it. Um, I guess one of the things that I really loved about it was you really got to escape from who you really were to just play this character. And you're just kind of like, all right, let's see. Like, like you just kind of just have to, like, put yourself in that person's mind and just be like, what would they be thinking in this moment? Like, you know, it's, it's like role-playing. <laughs> would you say that that music in general has helped serve as somewhat of an escape? For you or a way for you to explore I don't know different aspects of emotion and different aspects of emotion and other people's experiences I guess for musical theater um for musical theater but also in general um I think yeah I think music is a way for like anyone to just like escape like whatever is going on like um, not to be a little personal, um, but um, I know music for me is kind of just like a way for me to kind of cope with reality since I live in such a harsh world. And I know that's like super broad, but like it really is mm-hmm. a terrible world that we live in. Um, you know, um, yeah, like like I don't really think it matters what kind of music. Like it doesn't really have to be like. Um, gospel or like maybe pop or like rap like I just think like everyone just kind of like looks at music as a way to just like it kind of like speaks for like what they have in their heart like in a way that they can't really they can't really um, express with words even if like there are lyrics like just like adding on like the instrumentals and like everything in the background the foreground um, yeah, I, I definitely think that music is a way for, like, people to, like, see different, like, aspects of things. Express and, just, and like, be able evoke. to express themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to touch on your own personal sense of style relating to music and stuff like that. It seems like you've kind of carved out your... Oh, who's here? Is someone here? Oh, okay. I think, I think someone's okay. at the door. What if it's just like a surprise guest that we just like especially David invited so- just a little <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, David oh. So He's so handsome now. Like he was handsome before because he was like super funny, but like if like I have a crush on like anyone, it's probably him. Okay. Like the tiniest crush. He's so funny. If I can get a collab connect for David So. Oh my god. I'm, I'm sweating. I'm literally sweating right now. <laughs> Okay, okay, cool. Okay. okay, so what? I'm sweating too, but it's not because of David, so it's because of just, <laughs> you know. Okay, so can you repeat your last question? for the podcast. Um, what were we talking about? Uh, I think you were talking about, like, my musicality and, like... Yeah. Oh, yes, expressing... About how music can evoke yes. emotion and stuff like that, and then... Okay, well, we'll, we'll start there. All good. Um... 
But I know you have your own personal sense of style related to music. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to hear you sing Nobody Love, <laughs> mm-hmm. Tori Kelly. You killed it. Thank you. Um, what would you say, like, your personal... My personal... Like, what kind of music are you into? Um, the type of music... That you like to sing. That I like to sing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I think definitely I lean more towards uh, R&B, R&B pop. Um, or, like, I want to say, like, alternative. So I'm just going to just go out on a limb and just say R&B. Just because um, it's what I grew up with. Um... Just like very bluesy, just very, um, I don't know. Um, I just feel like the songs that I do sing now, they don't really like um, mirror who I am as a person. So I think. What do you mean by that? Um, because usually my target audience is um, the Filipino community. And it's, it's usually very like, you know, like, and just like a bunch of like that, you know, um, which I don't have a problem with, but it's just like like deep down inside, it's just like not really like something that like um, I don't want to sound like uh, I don't enjoy it, but like it's just something that like um, you know, like if you were to give me a mic, it's not like something that I would just like, you know. Is like, it more like kind of playing a role, almost like another Broadway kind of thing? Is this where you? <laughs> I think it's um, it's a part of me, definitely, but um, it's just not, like, if I had a list, it would probably be, like, like the third thing that I'd probably, like, decide to sing. Um, definitely first, probably R&B, just because I grew up with that. Um, second would probably be pop, and, like, third probably be, like, the things that, like, I sing now, which is, like, Filipino music, OPM, mm-hmm. and, yeah. I don't have a problem with singing OPM to all my Filipino listeners, but... I'm a Filipino listener. <laughs> definitely. I, I, just, I love singing it, but like if you really gave me a microphone and just like really dived into who was Rachel Bregado, like R&B all the way, every day. <laughs> I know like Jane Aiko, Aiko Chris Brown, God, Chris Brown, some of your faves. Yeah. Um, what else is up there for you in terms of favorite artists? Um, um, or especially just who has influenced the way that you sing in your own sense of musical style? I think musically, I totally identify with um, Jessie J. Just Mm. her performance skills and everything just totally just blows me away. I think she's one of the singers that can definitely like, just like belt and just totally, I don't know, like she, there's something about her, man. Like, she doesn't need auto-tune. That is, like, a, like, she does not need auto-tune. Um, I think also Ariana Grande, just because she's not, just because, like, she's not your typical sound. Like, she's not really heavy-toned, and that also kind of influenced me to, like, kind of go softer on my music. Um, she's very cutesy. <laughs> um, I think um, Janae also... Um, kind of influenced me by just kind of being more authentic to myself because when you listen to her music it's not really it's not it's not like typical r&b she's just kind of like speaking whatever's on her mind she's kind of speaking her poetry and yeah and also um miss miss um regina velasquez i've been listening to her since i was a young girl um 
obviously because I've been singing a lot of OPM. Uh, and she just kind of influenced me to kind of uh, just sing more songs that um, are authentic to my culture. And so, yeah. I wanted to <laughs> go back to what you were saying about Janae. Uh, but also Miss Velasquez in regards to authenticity. Right. Um, you're 17. I'm 17. We already know you have a great voice. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, but what is that like to be in a world that, you know, uses social media increasingly more and also values things like authenticity and vulnerability? Of how can you be authentic in that kind of world? Oh, I guess. dang. Um... That's really deep. I think as a teenager especially, it's super hard um, because you kind of just, I would just, I would like to say that I'm not really a follower, but you know, you just see all these trends and you just can't help but think, oh dang, I should probably be doing that. (laughs) Um, But you know, um, I just think being authentic to yourself is just not really giving, giving a dang about like what other people are doing you know um I think it's good to find influence in other people I think it's good to be influenced um I think it's good to have references but um being authentic um I think just um just really getting to know yourself as an artist or as a person um we don't really get to do that nowadays because we're always kind of um trying to impress whoever's looking whoever's on our page um, at least that's what I find myself and my friends are doing. Um, you know, I, I think it's just super tough, um, especially when um, there are a lot of things that are unrealistic on social media, and I, I usually find myself stepping back from it, especially Instagram. I, I don't really, I'm not really on there that much, um, just because I don't think it's healthy for my mental health, and I just, I just don't think it's good to be looking at people that are always trying to one-up each other you know I think being authentic is just being able to keep everything at your own pace and it doesn't really matter if you're far behind or if you're super ahead because you know like just being true to yourself just like matters the most and I think that everyone should really look into that but it just just kind of sucks because we're in this world where everyone's just trying to win a race that is never going to be winnable um yeah, that's my take on authenticity and just, you know, just trying to learn to get to know yourself. I think that is super wise. <laughs> I remember when I was in high school, Yeah. it was New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. and um, we don't do anything fun on New Year's Eve. We're just, like, my family, <laughs> we, we're in LA for Christmas time, and we mm-hmm. drive back up on New Year's Eve, and so I remember being in bed at 12.20 a.m., and like the ball had dropped, and I just like sat in bed and like everyone had gone to sleep. And I just looked at Snapchat stories of like all my friends having fun. Mm-hmm. And I remember like this this lump in my stomach of just like, oh my God, like I'm not good enough. Like I, yeah. I'm in. And I think from then it was hard for me to ever look at like another Snapchat story again. And so I think what you're saying is really true in that we're all running like the same race. We're just at different stages of that race. And right. sometimes social media can make it seem mm-hmm. like we need to be somewhere else. Yeah, and not. a lot of times, like, that's really not the case. Like, I have friends that seem, like, super happy where they're at, where, like, they just seem super successful and just, like, deep down inside, like, 
when it really comes down to them as a human, like they are hurting so much because they're trying to please everyone. Like they, when they can't even be there for themselves. And I just think it's just hard to kind of get yourself out of that hole. Mm -hmm. I think, especially when you've, you were kind of dug in too deep to it. Um, I know that vulnerability is hard, but once you're able to find that you mm -hmm. can be that with someone, yeah, it helps make life easier. Definitely. Have you found like your your squad mm -hmm. has been <laughs> able to help you get through um, your music career and you know tough times? Are there I don't know maybe a friend or two that you count on? Um, yeah, I have um, my wonderful two friends, uh, Mika and Beyonce. Mm -hmm. Tell me about them. Uh, they're like they're they're my like my two like best friends especially when it comes to music like there's like there aren't really other people that really understand what's going on um in the music world and like i mean at least people like my peers at the moment like um they're super talented and you know uh we all just kind of check each other because we all want to be successful we all want to get to this place and you know um how do I say this? Um, we just try to humble each other because, you know, sometimes it gets really competitive in the aspect of, oh, crap, maybe I, like, why do I, like, why am I kind of falling behind her? Like, we're, like, doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. Why are they getting more attention than me? We're doing the same thing. Um, so it's just kind of like, we're all friends. We're all okay. Guys, we all love each other. <laughs> we're all friends you know like we're, we're like best friends and yeah that's my little group because like we can all we can keep it real with each other um and yeah it just i don't know like i am just like excited to see like where our careers are gonna take us because like we're all super different and it just kind of sucks that like it has to be that way we're like we kind of see each other as competition sometimes but it's like friendly competition so yeah <laughs> competition but you're you know you're at the end of the day ride or die right exactly okay so shout out to them mm -hmm. love you guys thanks mika thanks fiance i'll see you guys soon let's go to that one place in san francisco <laughs> <laughs> making plans <laughs> jenny's out here being like what <laughs> hmm? cryptic i love it just like a secret code transmitting through the podcast that's what, oh. that's what podcasts are really for okay okay cool cool um i completely lost what i wanted to go next but we're gonna play a fun game okay cool. can we play a game mm -hmm. okay let's play a game so um for this game it's i know you don't watch tv so i'm gonna explain <laughs> the show that it's based on okay just so you get it so it's don't forget the lyrics right we're gonna play a snippet of a song and we're gonna ask you to sing the next couple lines any questions Okay. okay. No. Okay. I'm. We down. have two songs for Let's you. Let's just do it. Let's like goes. go ahead first. Um. It's like, oh, I better know these songs. Ooh. Okay. Loading up the Spotify. So, like, do I lose any points if like I get like a word wrong? Oh, it's fine. You're just eliminated from the competition. Oh heck yeah! <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> That would be so cute if we had, like, a point system. Okay, so 
funny story. I don't have signal, so we're gonna use Jenny's phone. Is that okay? Right, yeah. Okay. Are you Apple Music or Spotify? I'm a Spotify. Okay. It's because I'm in a family. Oh. That's why I like paying <laughs> family price. Oh. Like I tried um, jumping to Spotify, but it was just like super confusing. Like for the first three minutes, I was on it. That's me with Apple Music. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe because like. <laughs> All right. We can this combo. Super illegal. <laughs> whenever you are. Okay. Ready? Oh, I feel like she already knows, but it's. Wait, fine. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Okay, we're gonna play like, a couple lines, and then once she presses pause, okay. you can like take a second okay, and sing the couple okay, lines. Okay, yeah. Okay, cool. Why you never call me? Why you never call me? Oh, 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 oh. You should have called me. Why you never call me? Why you never call me? Oh, oh, oh. Ding, 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 ding. Ah! Janae! I heard that was your favorite song. Is that true? It is. I love that song. If you got that one wrong, I was about to call you. I was going to call you out in front of, you know, the collab SF Bay Area audience. Okay, we have one more song. Oh, my goodness. Let's see if you're going to get this one. I'm kind of nervous. Ooh. Putting it in the queue. Okay, ready? Ready? Okay. Are you? Are you trying to make me do something? What? Why would I do that? Are you trying to make me do something? What? Would, would I do that? Oh my goodness. I did not vocalize today, sweetheart. Okay. Here we go. Flem Rachel. Okay, chair back. Try my best to fight it, say I hate you, but I always stay. You got one word wrong. Oh, what was it? No, you're dead. It was perfect. <laughs> no. Good job. You killed it. Yay. Is that what you wanted? Me? <laughs> that was great. You killed it. Thank you so much. Okay, Rachel, we're going to close out by doing something I like to call the Instagram deep dive. Okay. Okay. So, oh my goodness. before this, we went through your Instagram. All right. And we looked through every single post and so I am personally not as up with the times social media wise and so there's a couple (laughs) things I want you to explain about three particular photos okay okay sounds good just kidding I want you to explain two particular photos okay so I'm looking at this photo the caption is stare (laughs) I think is the caption so like tell me Who's this guy? Is this prom? Yeah, that's prom. This is prom. And so who's your date? My friend, your friend? actually. Is. So who's mm-hmm. your friend? His name is Jonathan Bergogno. Okay. Um, What's he's... up, Jonathan? Shout out to you. <laughs> he's a really great dancer. Um, uh, so I've... how long have you known him? I've known him um, since my freshman year. Uh, 
because I, I knew of him, but, like, we weren't really friends. So we were taking pictures at um, the conservative... The conservative... I think I've been there. The um, Conservatory of Flowers, I think, in San Francisco. Um, and so I think there were these people just totally standing right across from us where we wanted to take pictures. And... And it's David So <laughs> Surprise. Hey. Where's our Starbucks? Oh, got that venti water. Oh, no, just kidding. He just got all that ice. Go to your sister's room now. Go, Neo. No, you're, no, totally not. You know, we were just, like, not recording anything, you know? I just, like, put this here for fun. Yeah. Actually, yeah. They're just here. Don't be loud. Wait, who got a sandwich? Do you get a sandwich? I don't know. His sister does. Whatever. You don't get anything. It's Mm-mm. fine. Whatever. It's okay. He gives me rides. <laughs> okay. Gotta treat him better. Okay. Let me start from the... Yeah. Okay, so there were these two people. I think they were going to prom too. They were totally doing a photo shoot, and they were like standing right across from us. And we wanted to take a picture there so bad. So we were just kind of like staring at them. But then the guy taking our picture was like, just lean back a little bit. Just lean back a little bit. We're like, what? And they were just like. Are you trying to photobomb them right now? No. We just kind of, he just, he saw a photo opportunity. Okay. And so he was just like, you know, like the artist's eye. He was like, lean, snap. And we got the picture. And so, yeah, we we weren't really mad because that picture was like one of the better pictures that we took. So. And makes everyone on Instagram stare. (laughs) Okay, cool. So that explains one. And then the other photo. Oh my goodness. Okay. So this is a Instagram post from July 17th, 2017. The caption says, true story. And it is a webcam photo of you with some heart cool things on your head. And then... It's ASAP Rocky. Oh, it's ASAP. Okay, but ASAP is so fine. <laughs> That's allowed. That's allowed. Okay, he's so okay. Here's a I was super. So is Rocky like your fave out of the ASAPs? Yeah. Actually, I, I kind of so... I'm kind of into Ferg. Oh but, really? You know, it's fine. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. I think that was when I started listening to rap more, and so um, I don't know. I was just kind of like he's super cute, and I was like in love with him for a little bit, and I just remember. Um, I don't know, I guess I was trying to be artsy, and so I just kind of pulled up a picture of him, as if he was kind of there with me. Do you want me to start over? You can do whatever you want. Okay. So, yeah, I kind of I'm sure ASAP would want you to start over. (laughs) Okay, I'll start over ASAP. (laughs) I think it's because I saw Ferg live one time. Oh, really? And I was like... Happen. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Um, what did I say? You were telling me about your love and affection. For oh yeah. ASAP so Rocky. I had like this crazy. Like I tried being artsy. Okay. And so <laughs> I was like, let me pull up a picture as if like he's with me. And so 
on your desktop. Yeah, I pulled up that picture and I and I opened my webcam and I was like, let's pretend I'm like staring at him because I love him. Those so. some fire Photoshop skills right there. <laughs> and so yeah, that that's that picture. So minimal Photoshop, webcam photo of you, mm-hmm. and ASAP. You got ninety five likes. I'll, like, post, like, grad photos probably get, like, 95 likes. This is... Rachel, you are on your social media game. Oh, my game. goodness. That was so long ago. Okay. I totally forgot um, that picture existed. Couple more questions. Okay. I'm glad we have brought that photo back into existence. <laughs> Everyone go find it on Rachel's oh Insta. Goodness. At Rachel the Bull. Why are you Rachel the Bull, by the way? Um, I was super into Zodiacs, like, last year. Okay. I think while I was in the Philippines. I was, like a way for me to cope with like everything going on yeah um and so just kind of like i'm because my old instagram handle was rachel hello with like three o's and i was so tired of telling people rachel hello with three o's they'd be like what and so yeah it's a little little hand wave um so yeah just kind of like all right like, you know, Tyler, the creator, was like, Felicia the goat. I was like, okay, I'll just be Rachel the, the bull. bull. <laughs> Dope, That's okay. That's my handle. Um, so I was just curious. Obviously, you sing. I know. Shocker. That's mm-hmm. the biggest news story out of this. What? Um, but you also play a couple other instruments. And <sighs> so I just want to know what other hobbies really bring you joy and why you enjoy doing them. Okay. For example... I heard you're into poetry. Is that still true? Oh my goodness. Yes. I love poetry. That is like, that's like my number one, I think. Yeah, it kind of, um, it it started off with like, kind of like writing because I was kind of always like anxious and just kind of like needed to cope with things. And then, yeah, that's, that's like one of the reasons why Janae is my favorite, you know, like she kind of. It's also one of the reasons why Janae is my favorite because um, she, like, I kind of, like, just listened to her songs and I was like, dang, she's just, she does not care. Like, she, this is her poetry. Like, you can just tell, like, she just wrote this on paper and she's just, like, singing it. And that's kind of when my writing started turning poetic. And so just, like, poems and it's just, like, a way for me to kind of, like, you know, like like what I said earlier, just kind of like deal with whatever's happening in the world and like deal with whatever's happening in my mind. And yeah. Would you ever sing any original music that you write? Um, yeah. I just don't think it would just be like anytime soon because <laughs> just not being like 18 yet. My parents still like have custody over me, so they're going to be like, what you singing about that all that like sad stuff for you know Asian parents they don't really they don't really think that like being sad is a thing with teenagers so love you mom love you dad but like I get sad sometimes (laughs) so yeah just waiting a little bit and then I just wanted to close up by asking you Rachel yes age 17 June 2019 what is it that motivates you now to keep singing and to keep making music the same way that you did as a little girl, five years old, karaoke with your dad? Um, I just think it's just not being represented. Uh, it was kind of difficult for me to um, have realistic standards of like where my career would go. 
just because you know you just see these people that weren't even Asian um, on television it was just super hard just like why am I not getting any like representation you know it's just like dang like are we not good enough and that was never the case um, I guess just like being that person that I never really got to look up to when I was younger that I never really got to see on the television when I was, when I was younger you know just just being that little person when I was younger, not being able to see anyone, and then just like, being like, okay, I'll just, you know, I'll just, I'll be that person that I wanted to always be, that I always wanted to be able to look up to. So that kind of like keeps my drive going. No, well, you're definitely being seen now. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, so Rachel, last thing, how can people follow you, find you on social media, more of your music, all that good stuff? Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Rachel the Bull and on my Facebook page at Rach Bergato without the E-L and on Twitter at Rachel Bergato and an extra O at the end. So O-O. And yeah, YouTube Rachel Bergato. That's pretty much it. That's me. You can find me there. Well, thanks Rachel for talking to me. Thank you so Appreciate much. Appreciate it. And now I was thinking we can go get some tacos. 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 And where do you get tacos at? It's a vehicle. <laughs> Taco truck. Okay, you got it. <laughs> Thank you. Our gorgeous theme song was written by Bobby Guh. You can visit his SoundCloud at Bobby C. Guh. That's B-O-B-B-Y-C-G-E. Today's bonus was written, directed, produced, and edited by me. With special thanks to Jenny Lee. That's going to do it for us this year. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy New Year, all that good stuff. And stay golden.